started with the wrong overlay, so it was just us staring at the screen for like three seconds. Awesome. <laughs> We're live, buddy. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. It's that the some, old uh... Psycho Sid. Yep. Um, little... Hey, how's everybody doing? Oh, man. Woo. Doing great. Well, man, we can't just jump right in. We got to hear some preamble. So here hey. we go. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Jokering. Cowboy poo-pooing. King of the ringing. Yes. Queen's crowning. Eh? Episode of the Brothers of Discussion. We're talking the return of tournaments. Yes. The return of the hangman. Yeehaw. And more time allowing, of course. Man, the song is still playing. Let's, let's kill that baby. Oh, it is still going. Yeah, it's still looping all over the place. Amy is here I think it was right almost the start. Done. <laughs> like, we gotta finish done. it. You're waiting for the Adam Cole boom at the end. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, man. Amy's here. Pluggo. We got Pluggo here on Facebook. What? Yeah, my dude. We never see Pluggo on Facebook. What's going on? Uh, Jacoby's here. Always hey. lighting up the, the Facebook group. So, oh, this man. is great. This is all of our buddies. Um, so what's going on, everybody? Uh, for anybody who's, uh, I guess, listening to the podcast later, find us at POD Podcast on Twitter that, uh, of course, we've almost nearly completely given up on because Matt is in the middle of hockey season, and that's all he does now is tweet about hockey, and um, <laughs> nobody's watching wrestling. It's like wrestling on skates. It's, you know, it's a pretty smooth You know, what's now. funny is you and I have better exchanges just over text now about pro wrestling. Like, just, like, more meaningful, I think, between the two of us now that we're just watching it and not tweeting about it. And we can just share thoughts. And unfortunately, we don't share it on Twitter. But, um, you know, probably yeah. could, should do more. But it's, it's tough to watch a hockey game and... Uh, if it wasn't for it wasn't for social media, we wouldn't be talking to Jacoby, Pluggo, and Amy. But man, I'm just so disenchanted with the whole process. Sometimes I just want to enjoy the thing, and then it's like I, I just need the smile reactions. You know, like when we all when we all just enjoy a moment together. You know, like Roman Reigns right now. He's he's with his two cousins. He doesn't even have to talk. He's just holding the microphone. That's all Facebook should be. It should just be a. a <laughs> It's an image of Roman Reigns, and you can just kind of smile at it in the background. Um, he, he looks so stoic right now. I, I am <clears throat> so far, Mike. We've been doing these live watch alongs for um, is this three? This is the third week or the fourth week? Uh, we've yeah. been doing it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> is it this one or that one? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the third one. Uh, I, I've enjoyed it. This is our first go around with SmackDown. So uh, for anybody who's not familiar, we're gonna like we're gonna scat some between commercials um, little ditties. We'll we'll talk about AEW Dynamite and get into uh, Hangman. And did they wait a little too long for Matt's liking to throw Hangman in there and made it so predictable that uh, did they do it perfectly for a big mark for AEW yeah, with me? Yeah, they who did. loved it and who who was kind of like, oh, I guess Hangman's gonna come out and can, win. Just before like we get into that, though, can we talk yeah. about the start of the tournaments? Yeah, of course. As Roman Reigns puts one of his big meaty hands and rubs the lucky shoulder of Paul Heyman. Wow, what a feeling that must be. Uh, but uh, man, I, know, I do gotta... feel like we're missing a banger right now. This this is the only bummer is that I have everything muted because I'm like, let's focus on the rest. Yeah, we gotta like listen to each other. 
Um, right. <laughs> Wait, Mike, never... shut up. I'm going to mute you and I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to listen to Roman. You, you talk about the tournaments and I'll, I'll come back and tell you what happened. I'm kidding, by the It'll way. It'll be like that Brock and uh, Heyman moment. Come on, Paul, say something stupid. And uh, <laughs> I'm just going to monologue for you. Uh, but, man, we got the, you got the bracket up somewhere? You got that visual for us or no? No, I don't. All right. Well, the bracket is, uh, it's, uh, it's already underway. Uh, we already got one match in uh, for the men's <laughs> side, one for the women's side. And I got to say the outcome, pretty ideal. Uh, Sami Zayn going against Rey Mysterio. And uh, I... I wasn't excited about this match. It looked like a foregone conclusion that uh, Buyaka Buyaka was going to get a Winica Winica, but he could not survive a Haluva Haluva kick. Uh, okay, he didn't really get one in, but he, he did get a, He got a matchbook. He got a matchbook <laughs> pin in on Ray. Man, I couldn't be happier. Can I? I, I do. I do have this screen up now. I think. Uh, why don't we do this? Because I, I had in the notes like what I want to happen and what will actually happen. And thankfully, what I wanted to happen with Sammy and Ray did actually happen. Uh, so I'll, I'll pull this up and maybe we can both run through it real quick and everybody throw in the comments uh, what you guys are thinking. Uh, but for anybody listening to the podcast and maybe miss SmackDown. Uh, this is this is four matches to go through the first round. So this is going to be a quick tournament. Gets you gets you right into um, what was that crown jewel? But uh, in in the first bracket, you've got Ray and Sammy, uh, Cesaro versus Finn Balor, Kofi Kingston versus Ginger Mahal, and Xavier Woods versus Ricochet. Keep in mind, AKA King Ricochet. <clears throat> All right, so. Mike, let's do. It. Oh man, that really blew out my microphone. My head, my headset. Died. Oh really? That was just one <laughs> horsey sound. I'm sorry about that. Um. All right. So we've got we've got one match in. We'll just throw this out there. I I'm not gonna sit here and play the game like, who knew knew uh knew this was gonna happen. But I, I pick I pick Sammy. This that's who I want. I, I'll say it's not who I thought was gonna win. I, I'm. This is just who I think should win. So I pick Sammy. And Ray and, and Sammy, who's went over. And uh, real quick, uh, Between Two Beards is here. So, of course, Plago is uh, one of the hosts of Between Two Beards. You guys <laughs> absolutely have to check out Between Two Beards. They're, they, they're doing uh, one of their fun segments is drafting. And this week they're doing uh, the Mighty Ducks. And um, Ooh. I, I gave my input. And then immediately, this is how good Plago is at doing uh, these drafts, is that immediately his response was 10 times better what my initial thought was on the mighty ducks draft so yeah they they know what they're talking about do we mean um, the movie like the kids because yes are we yes, okay so we're taking so they're we're drafting taking, yeah they're drafting uh uh please children. tell me tell me tell, tell me charlie conway was not the first pick oh um actually i would pick I, uh banksy because he's the only one who was going to get drafted in real life i yeah. said banksy yeah for hockey and then i picked uh what's his name from daredevil uh to be i can't remember anybody's name right now i had to imdb it but um to be my fighter and then uh god this is a terrible conversation i don't remember anybody's name yeah fulmer there you go yeah, yeah. fulton i think oh fulton yeah there you yeah. go um okay so let, let's we've got some responses already of of who should win so uh jacoby jacoby's going finn balor uh, Plugo's got Sammy and Xavier in the final, uh, but was told that Sammy and, and Xavier, 
when you say he couldn't go to Saudi, um, I'm assuming you mean Sammy, right? Because I, I think that was the case last time. I don't know if yeah. uh, if they've softened or anything on that. Um, so I'll, I'll go through this. I, I did pick, I wanted Sammy to go in the first round. Um, I'm going Cesaro over Finn Balor so we can get a rematch of Sammy and Cesaro from the NXT days. Um, <laughs> on the right-hand side, Mike, I don't know if I don't know if I should take all these, but I want I, Kofi, uh, Kofi, I want versus Kofi and Xavier. Yeah, absolutely. I want, um, I want Xavier versus Sammy in the finals. That's what See, I, want. I wanted to throw you for a loop and and mention the King Ricochet thing because uh, this absolutely should be Kofi versus Xavier in that next round. And um, yeah, I guess that would mean that we're going to probably get who'd you say you wanted for the finals? Uh, Sammy versus Xavier. <clears throat> um. Well. So that's what Pluggo was saying. So you're not going to get Sammy. So probably Cesaro. I think we just have to default, even though we want Sammy. Uh, we have to default to Cesaro. Um, and yeah, absolutely, Xavier versus Cesaro would be a banger. Um, not that Kofi and Cesaro wouldn't, but uh, I think, you know, Kofi, he won the title. So let's, uh, let's let Xavier shine, right? I mean, it could just be like Finn Balor versus Jinder Mahal. Because, you know, they like putting Finn Balor on TV and Jinder Mahal. He doesn't really have a lot going on. He's he's He can't flip like Ricochet. He's he's not part of the New Day. Well, uh, you know what they love doing is teasing us with something as beautiful as Kofi versus Xavier and then giving us the exact opposite. So, <laughs> I mean... Jinder versus Ricochet. Is, yeah, that's yes. coming up. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes. And there's nothing against Ricochet, but I mean, can I can I just love Xavier more than Ricochet? Is that allowed? Is that kosher? For... I just Ricochet was just he was a little less cool. Like I wish he would grow out his um like receding hairline. And I think I'd like him a lot more. Uh <laughs> uh Jacobi... I, want his, I want his little puff that starts like back here, like LeBron in like 2015 before oh, LeBron right. got hair plugs. Yeah. That's what yeah, I want. I, thought, uh, he I want like... season one of The Office Ricochet. Yeah. That's what I want. <laughs> I want that, Michael uh... Scott before the hair plugs. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Scott before. Uh, uh, Jacoby's going uh, Balor and Ricochet in the finals. And I think yeah, if I scroll up, yeah, he wanted Finn to win the whole thing. And uh, Pluggo is clarifying, yes, it is uh, Sammy that's not going. Um, so, yeah, we have to default. Sammy gets the... the uh, I think absolutely had to happen when over Ray and they're mixing it in with, uh, you know, Dominic got in the way. So that's how Sammy got over uh, Ray. But I mean, come on, we're, we're done. Right. How, how many times do I have to have this segment on the show? Like Ray's fine. Like he had, it's fine. Just, you know, you know, it's fine. I'm ready. Is, uh, I'm ready to move on. I, I know done. that. <laughs> I know that we've uh, muted the show, but before we did that, um, I think uh, McAfee even said, here's Ray Mysterio. He's been in this business for over 46. 70, yeah, 73 years or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, that, that's kind of like, I, I would make that sentiment, but be, I, I would use it in a much more snarky, mean way. Uh, but I'm, I'm right there. Like I I'm, I'm good. I, I don't know. It's rosters are stacked. Let's, let's move on. Let's yeah. Let's what let Dominic be the, uh, beat up say, his dead. We'll yeah. What would be yeah. the most disappointing uh, finals, man? Well, I think we kind of just played that game. Um, I'm going to say, oh God, I'm going to say Ricochet versus whoever. Because if Xavier Woods isn't in the finals, what are we doing here? 
Well, I did tweet out. This is one of uh, this is like one of seven acceptable outcomes, and it was <laughs> Sami Zayn, hold you know, wearing the crown, sitting on the throne. So basically, I had one outcome that I wasn't going to be a fan of because I'm not going to. If I got to watch Jinder Mahal <laughs> go to Crown Jewel and win uh, the King of the Ring, first of all, it's at Crown Jewel, and I always try to make a point to make sure I'm not invested in that show. So do I even really care what happens at the end of the day? I do try to double book myself. Just in right. case plans fall through, I have other plans right. so I don't have to watch plus, Crown Jewel. Plus, I think we're both at work kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, there really isn't like a bad matchup, and they've already crossed off the one that would have killed this whole thing for me. Uh, but if we had to play the game of like kayfabe bad, like the one that that really just isn't going to do anything for anybody. It probably does involve, uh, probably does involve gender, right? So then you'd also have to go, like at the end of the day, it would be gender versus Sammy for playing kayfabe. But we already know, like we talked about with Plugo, Sammy's not going. I don't know. This is tough to answer. What What are you thinking? Where's your head at? Where? How did that question pop in your head? I think um, when WWE was in there. Um, you know, during COVID and they were, you know, having that really rough time, you know, with no audience. And, uh, I remember Triple H saying what a tough time it was, you know, to, uh, um, like set up the production and the booking because you don't really have that, um, you know, that free test of, you know, what are, what are people rooting for? What do they want? And I feel like the people have been pretty vocal about Xavier Woods knowing, uh, I mean, the guy, he's he's pumped by a, a WWE podcast. WWE produces the New Day podcast. Xavier mm -hmm. talks about it all the time on his uh, streaming platforms. He wants this tournament. He got into wrestling because of this tournament. And we want to see him in the finals. So I think that if WWE and, you know, Triple H, you know, being, you know, a head honcho for WWE is going to talk about you know, we actually listen to the fans. We we do have a, a an understanding of what you want to happen. I, I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't have Xavier in there, and I don't know why you wouldn't have Xavier versus Kofi, which would just be an electric match. Uh, Xavier versus Gender, I think, would just be too easy a rooting interest, and I, I think Xavier versus Kofi would be such a a complicated, fun fan experience um, to see Xavier have to go up against his his best buddy. Um, it just feels like it's an easy story that writes itself. Can I say, too, uh, maybe this is a cold take. I was going to say hot take. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd do that match, Kofi and Xavier. i give them, like, 60 minutes. Like, no problem. 60 minutes. You're, I'm not complaining about that. Yeah. Like, especially because this is going to be on Raw, right? So, I mean, you got to eat up a whole hour. Yeah. I would start it at 10. Just push it all the yeah, way to 11. to 11. Yeah. No, yeah. that's a great. I would have them uh, do their entrances at 9.55 no. and then wrestle for 60 minutes. I want to get your thoughts on this. Jacoby says, good way to turn one of them. Mike? It seems a little soon because I was thinking we would turn them never. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Jacoby, I feel like they've cracked the code with the New Day. I think they could fight all day. I think one of them can be the leader. One of them can go off and do their own thing. And they will forever be the New Day. I think this is the one, this is the one stable that will remain a stable forever. I, I don't think they ever need to turn them at this point because that was the one thing we said Biggie couldn't go off on his own and, until he finally turned on the New Day. 
and they did it and they're, and they're fine and it looks great and it's it's some of the best i don't know i, I guess so far it's some of the best uh championship work we've seen out of out of biggie withholding you know any singles title so yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't need this to be Game of Thrones, where they're stabbing each other in the back for a King of the Ring tournament. I'd rather it just kind of be uh, like, a, you know, more like uh, you know the X Men. You know, you know that, and Wolverine and Gambit have their own solo issues, and then they, you know, might fight each other because one's under mind control. But when they go back, you know, they're still gonna hang out at the X Mansion with Charles and Biggie. You know, so I, I don't need to see them break up. That's a great point because all the drama is the tournament. We don't need we don't need somebody to break up. And plus, we already have Ray and uh, Dominic getting into a little bit of a tiff. So we don't you know we don't want to repeat that too many times. Would be my that's my that's my initial thought. So I brought that up, and I agree with you, Mike. I, I wouldn't touch Kofi and, and Xavier like, or the New Day. Yeah, I, I think you're right there. I mean, if we're gonna do another analogy, we don't need whipped cream and cream to whip. So how about Mike? We go the other way. Plugos got one, and we go finger poke of doom. Like Kofi takes Kofi just lays down for Xavier. Now, Pluggo, I would take the breakup of the new day over Z over Kofi laying down for Xavier. <laughs> I do think I, I I mean these guys, how long have they been like the chemistry that should be there, right? I know they're not always fighting each other. I shouldn't, you know, I don't want to say that, but certainly they've got to have a good idea I'm... of what the repertoire is on either side. They they've got 60 minutes in them, right? I gotta say. I'm just, I'm so excited for that, like, match. I'm arguably more excited about that than the finals because I can't yeah. wait to see, like, the gear that they put together. Like, will it be a, you know, one of them's wearing cereal, one of them's wearing pancakes. Is one of them going to be the green Power Ranger? One's going to be the white Power Ranger? Is one of them going to be Sub-Zero and the other one's going to be Scorpion? Like, I, yeah. I, I can't wait to see what kind of dichotomy they put together with their gear for that match. I'm, I'm like, giddy for that. And... They might already have that good to go, uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> Those get-ups. All right. Uh, so what's going on right now while we're uh, recording live? Uh, Carmella and uh, Liv are going at it. Uh, re real quick, Mike, what do, you, what do you think of Carmella wearing the mask and having it bedazzled? I, I, thought, it, I thought it was a nice touch for the character. Um, there's a... Uh... I mean, besides the fact that she, she also kind of looks like a you know, a monster from far away. Um, Matt, give me, give me like five seconds here. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, I'll throw this in there. Plugo, it's, uh, he's back okay. on YouTube. I got it. I'm back. Uh, so it's uh, Antonio Banderas made a movie called The Skin I Live In, and it was oh. like a, a oh, Latin. Yeah. It was like a Latin uh, Frankenstein movie where this guy lost his wife, so he tried to recreate her kind of out of um, a dude. Uh, definitely check this out. It's like it's an A plus horror movie that I don't think anybody knows about. Uh, but that's what the mask reminds me of. So um, I'm gonna give it an A for reminding me of a great movie. Um, <laughs> but for wrestling, it's a little puzzling. Um, it'll maybe uh, take a little time to grow on me, Matt. But uh, I, as long as it weighs down Carmella so she doesn't beat Liv again, um, I'll be happy. Well, Jacoby's right there with you. He's, oh, he, well, there uh, we well, go. Well, he took it a step further, I should say. Uh, you said confusing. Um, Jacoby <laughs> said it's straight up dumb. It's stupid. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Let it rip, Jacoby. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it either, Jacoby. It's, yeah, it's puzzling right now. And Liv goes down again. This fan yeah. favorite 
she man, uh I got an analogy for you. You know who she is? Yeah. She is the female ricochet. Oof. Um Oof. not in terms of physical ability. Yeah, right. You know, ricochet is one of a kind in that regard, but I just mean a baby face for the crowd's like, Yeah, we love you. Again? God damn it. Yeah, Another just to, just to clarify for another everybody. fizzled out another fizzled out push is what I meant. Yeah, this this was uh, Carmella going over Liv in the... And uh, then, can I just say, round. now we have the bracket here for the Queen's Crown. It sets up a second-round matchup between Zelina and Carmella. Uh, could be fun, but we also could have had Tony and Liv, which I think would have been great. So I, I'm a little bummed right now. But I'll, I'll say this. Uh, I was going to bring up... I was going to bring that up, but I wonder if they have an updated one I can, I can pull up now on... Uh, on their Twitter page, I probably just, not. Right? I, for two women, I, I don't know. They they haven't quite had. Oh my god, we're getting a Mace solo promo. You got you guys need to just. Pause, you almost, I almost want you to pause, brothers of discussion, to see what Mace has to say, Matt. This is unprecedented waters. Look at this, uncharted. Well, and he says to say to compete. That would mean there's competition. And there's no strength competition against Mace. Oh, my God. All he sees is prey yep. back there, Matt. A guy with a tattoo of a giant koi fish on his shoulder does not see any competition in that locker room. He's the big <laughs> he's the big koi in the wrestling pond here on Friday Night Smackdown. Isn't that right, Pat? Pat Budo. Pat McAfee just goes... Go ahead. Um, Pat wasn't sure what to say um, after Michael Cole dropped that. But very excited for Mace's solo career. Much more excited for T-Bar's solo career. Yeah. Um, I, I especially since he's going to be on Mondays with uh, the Bearcat. Can't wait to see how that pans out. Well, at least, you know, like, he's been teasing the Feast Your Eyes stuff on Twitter. So hopefully a return. Oh, God, that would be, be kind of nice. Yeah. I mean, I know they're, they're like our big deal, like with him coming up, we always kind of made fun of him was, you know, were they really going to say Dijakovic every time that he had to wrestle? No. I, lo I love uh, this Madcap Moss and uh, Happy Corbin. It looks like when you play Grand Theft Auto online yeah. and you get a little bit of money, it looks like both of their <laughs> outfits. Like, just you want to get something new for your attire, and there's like six different options. So yeah, you're you got to get a loud outfit. Blue jeans. Exactly. You got to get the loudest thing there. And that's usually the most expensive thing, too. So you just want to show off. But the, I, I, the probably the best part about that is when you're playing video games uh, before yeah. Grand Theft Auto is online. You're just, you're just walking around San Andreas by yourself, <laughs> walking around like a man. Uh, all right, well, let's let's pull up the bracket here for um, the uh, Queen's Crown. Can I just say, huge fan of the name of this tournament? Uh, uh, I think it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Big fan uh, as well. Yeah. So we'll we'll kind of go over this a little bit different since we already have a couple of results here. Uh, four matches again in the first round. Tony Storm loses to Zelina Vega, um, and Carmella goes Stunning over fashion. with Morgan. So yeah, Stunning so we, fashion. We're, we're sitting right now with uh, Zelina versus Carmella for uh, the semifinals. On, we'll just say the left-hand side. And then on the uh, right-hand side, we have Dewdrop and Natalia uh, going up against each other. And then Dana Brooke and Shayna Baszler. Mike, there are not two 
matches in the two of these tournaments that I think have a more sure, like, who should win <laughs> than those two matches. Dewdrop better win and Shayna better win, right? There's no way that we're... You want to play the game of the match that shouldn't happen. You wanted to do that with King of the Ring. The match that should not happen for the sake of telling stories and developing characters. The match that should not happen on this bracket is Natalia versus Dana Brooke. Am I right? Um, if anything, just no Natalia. I can put I, Dana Brooke can advance because she has certainly not been given a fair shot since she started, but definitely not Natalia, right? Like we're we're done. Well, I think this is uh the way they set this bracket up is kind of interesting, my right? Because <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh you know the queen's crown, and we've already got you know the queen of hearts, and we've got the queen of spades, um, and Shayna Baszler. Um, so I, I think uh, Michael Cole's already got that queued up uh, for when they fight each other in the next round. Um, uh... It's gonna happen, Matt. I I don't see Dana Brooke winning. Um, I. Maybe do drop a win, but not until she gets a real name. Um, and Jacoby, I am you're stealing my you're stealing my thunder, brother. Because if Shayna doesn't win, it's the same thing with Xavier. What are we doing here? What I just thought I thought they were doing a, a pretty. I don't know if I want to say a pretty good job, but they they at least helped Dewdrop look pretty good against Charlotte. So I was thinking that they were going to continue that momentum, or else why bother? So. That's why I thought Dewdrop goes over Natalia because if she goes down to Natalia, there's got to be a lot of shenanigans involved. And I don't think again, that they've what quite we, resolved what that um, um, Eva Marie storyline. So I think Eva's probably going to cost Dewdrop in the first round. Uh, and yeah, get the Queen of Hearts point. and the Queen of Spades. Yeah. Unless unless she gets the win over Natalia and they're going to save that and they want to keep Dewdrop looking strong and Shayna's going to go over that way. That's a possibility. I wouldn't be, yeah, I wouldn't be against that. Um, I, I loved Piper. I think we all loved Piper. Um, right. And it's just kind of discouraging to see, uh, you know, what she's become, much like Tony Storm, who I think I mentioned it to you when she, right before she lost to Selena Vega, which I was stunned. I like yelled at my, uh, my girlfriend who couldn't care less about wrestling. I was like, honey, honey, Selena Vega won. She's like, who's that? Like, God damn it. Come on. Didn't remember even when I said that. But anyway, I was very excited. I was so work. excited. I had to. <laughs> God <come> damn it. <laughs> Neither of those things work. Uh, but yeah, now Tony Storm can take up Selena's role um, at the bottom of the card. Which it seems like they're gearing her up for with um, uh, further losses and more of a fizzle push. Just a, an empty bottle rocket. Uh, I am I am saying hello, uh, hello to uh, at Neon Ghost Forty One because I'm just realizing anybody that's watching on Twitter right now, none of those responses are popping up, so I got to use my phone going forward. Fantastic, uh, love it. <laughs> so I do, and it's Vetus Blue. Um, Welcome to Streamyard. Well, they're trying to transition from doing uh, what was it? What's the old uh, Periscope to post to Twitter, and now it's just straight to Twitter. So that's where uh, I think that's where the problems are starting from. But um, I've been a huge fan of, of Venus blue and uh, we've been sharing um, uh, Shit's Creek gifts for, I don't know. Ages. Probably, I was going to say years, but it's probably only been like a year and a half, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Since uh, BC before COVID. Um, yeah. It looks like, 
it looks like we uh, we got Happy Corbin now. He's settled in. Uh, he's looking sharp as always. Yeah. Um, can I say that in addition to looking like no. the Grand Theft Auto when you get a little bit of money, they also look a little bit like Saint Saint Denis in uh, Red Dead Revolver or Red Dead Redemption Two. I could I could see these outfits in either Rockstar video game, man. Well, I think yeah, that's that's a little bit of. Uh... As happy happy corbin has a little bit of southern twang in his in his soul right so yeah. he's he's kind of mixing that in there um like a bit of molasses on a <laughs> pile of flapjacks <laughs> i i don't know how far this can really go but as long as these guys are having fun I, i'm fine if this lasts forever um and i don't just mean like I'm, I'm glad that they're just giggling out there i mean that if they're actually having fun then they're gonna this will be corbin looks like he's having a blast yeah these will be good segments as long as as long as they're having fun so i'm, I'm gonna pull this away here comes and Owens. madcap is getting a, a television appearance check so he's got to be really happy right now you know what quick shout out to madcap kevin owens is like steamrolling down to the ring and and he comes out to stop kevin owens and he's like hold up man like what a great response to kevin owens just like <laughs> like a bull to the ring and madcap thought he was just gonna be like oh, hold up there ko you're you're not you're not allowed in this party and it's just it's it's nice it's it's the details right it's a, it's a nice little touch to make sure those guys get over. They're selling who their characters are, and here they are, just giggling away as they take down Kevin. I know, Owens. especially with uh, Kevin, he's only got three months left under WWE's employ. Um, I like to think that he chose Happy Corbin to help get him over on his way out the door. So I'm, I'm pretty happy about this. Do we want to throw a couple AEW segments in there while we kind of transition from a, a promo? Yeah, we well, Kevin Owens can. Can we talk too. about uh, our parachute of the week, Matt? Yeah. Parachute segment of the week, Matt. We could turn to one man for the Spanish God to begin his defense of that TNT championship. We're talking about Mr. Fishbones himself, Matt Bobby Fish, Woo! employed once again oh, by a wrestling I, company. I get it now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bob came in, uh, Big Bob, Big Bob Fish, and uh, Matt. It was it was nice to see. I, I was. I didn't know what was going to happen to him. I didn't know if he would be like uh, my beloved Eric Rowan, and uh, you know, just parachute in and go away. But uh, Bob got a—he got a whole TV tease last week. This week, he got a full match for a championship. Um, I don't know if he's going to have a, an elongated contract. Um, I don't know if he—he he got the even said hi. You know, yeah. He's elite, so I, you, there's something uh, at least semi long term. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know if there's a whole lot to add. I don't think anyone anticipated him winning, but it was just kind of cool to see him um, make a quick cameo uh, on AEW. I still, I'll, I'll, I'll upgrade it from cameo to you know, like next step, next step above that. When you get the Instagram that he switched to be when he's all elite, I think that means cameo has been like it's not just a, hot tags. Like, Oh, fuck. Cue it up. <laughs> Atta baby. Matt, is Bob Fish going to hang out with Adam Cole on AEW? 
Well, I mean, go back to the Twitter accounts, right? Like, I think eventually, because he's uh, he was teasing that out. Um, I'm wearing sweatpants, and they're long sweatpants, and it's really hot in my basement right now, so I'm pulling up my pant my pant legs. Um, should just take my pants off, right? I mean, the camera's. Yeah, this will be the one time the camera falls off your desk, man. <laughs> man, we why see, are you wearing underwear? I don't. We see, you said we, you're taking your pants off. We see your uh, steamboat Willie boxers down there. <laughs> Well, I'm also wearing a cutoff shirt too, so goes right underneath the back and my tummy and my all the hair on my tummy. Um, my tum -tum. Man, Nick, uh, we're gonna call you Matt Camarado after all that hair, huh? Nice. <laughs> Get you in a match uh, with Bobby Allen. Um, so where where are we going? Yeah, we're we're talking uh, Bobby Fish. I I said he casually drops by. I put that in the notes only because he didn't get the huge like welcome mat, and it was it was just like, you know uh he's he's gonna be in a match next week. like it was just it was i just i try not to use casually again and again but yeah it was just you know on the previous episode of dynamite or no it was on rampage i think they just threw out you know oh yeah bobby fish is gonna be there so that's just well, right that wasn't, I don't know. that wasn't the only parachute of the week uh there's one that for some reason i'm ashamed to admit i somehow i didn't see it coming um, when we had this casino ladder match, and there's a Joker, um, vacancy. I'm gonna say it's a parachute. We haven't seen him in a while, but he's he's just gonna have a longer stay. Um, I think slightly I mean, longer not... than Bobby Fish. He's been parachute. gone. Man. I think a parachute implies that they're in the the Blackhawk down chopper, not down Blackhawk chopper of WWE, and jumped like. They shot out the back into well, enemy like territory. Fish, look, they, right? They, all right, we're getting at Hangman uh, Adam Page. Um, so <laughs> Bobby Fish, you know, he had his parachute. Uh, Hangman had his parachute. Hangman landed on solid ground, and he's going like to stay it. around the camp for a while. Bobby Fish landed on a trampoline, and he's going to bounce right out of the camp back into the ocean somewhere. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> He cut the strings a little too early, and he just bounced back into the Pacific Ocean. So Bad aim, yeah. Um, hopefully we'll get the fish back someday. I don't even want to talk about the segment. I don't know. He did not parachute in. He was already, he was He was in. If we're going to do, like, uh, you know, some sort of military um, metaphor here. Boots on the moon. <laughs> he was just, he, he was getting medical aid. You know, he was already in the military camp. He wasn't. He wasn't jumping into enemy enemy territory and, and looking for a new job because he disagreed with the current agenda uh, of the of the government regime. He he was already he's bought and sold. He's ready to go. He's he's all about the Tony Khan regime. He's taking that money, he's drinking it away. He's getting his title shots. So he's he was just he was just getting you know, some medical if you aid. Jump, if you jump out of an airplane, man, no. sometimes they'll set up like a bullseye. <laughs> So I think the hangman, he landed right in the bullseye. And See, Bob, Bob was coming right for it. And then this this big AEW breeze just whew, just blew him right into the water. And so now he's out there just like a, a NASA capsule, just waiting for a, a Navy ship called Impact to come and rescue him. The USS Impact. Bobby was flying on the Boeing C-17 Globemaster Three. That was headed over to Saudi Arabia to drop off all the WWE superstars. 
And he said, oh, hell no, not again. Whoa. And he jumped out, jumped out to stay in domestic territory. He's in domestic waters, man. Is that what you're saying? No, he's, he's Bobby Fish. He's, he's, he wanted to stay in the States. So he, he jumped out of the plane before it went overseas. You think the fish jumped out of the plane before it went over the seas? Bobbert. Bobby did. Thank you. All right. Um, Jacoby uh, tried to get us back on track. Uh, I I think they've been wanting to bring back Adam Page uh, uh, for a while now. So it was last week's episode, right? Like we were we were trying to fantasy book this, and I said, I said, Hangman's going to come and win, and uh, because I, you know said that i think it kind of ruined it for me and that was kind of the conversation i wanted to have because what what are we going to do we're going to talk about hangman versus um kenny omega and just say well who's going to win no that's boring that's stupid let's wait till the pay-per-view and then we'll have that conversation because uh hangman's gonna win but (laughs) before that happens and i guess that 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 might ruin my point here is because i'm picking hangman to win i guess it feels like they've been waiting to pull the trigger and it it, it might have just been to me like too many instances in a row where the person who's been gone for a while or they, you know, this was the Joker. Um, what is it in the Casino Battle Royale? What do they call that? The wild card? What's the, um, the I, blackjack card? The 21st person? They call it the instructions card. Ah. You get to come in and set all the rules. Um <laughs> <laughs> Why yeah. is this so complicated again? All right. Um, I, think, I think you're being too critical, Matt. I, no, I, I think they they want to. I think they would have pulled the trigger a little bit earlier, but I mean, oh shit, CM Punk's coming back, and from you know not wrestling, and Brian Danielson, and we're getting Cole, and we're getting Ruby, and I feel like you kind of want to get that stuff, get it in the get it in the can, and then after that, now that we've the dust is kind of settled. We're kind of we're kind of getting tired of saying CM Punk all the time. He's just on commentary. Now we can you know bring back the Hangman and give him that thunderous ovation like we heard on Wednesday, which I was I was pretty happy for him that he got that. I guess yeah. So what I texted you at the time, and I know you're saying I'm being too critical, but I said, are we really going to pretend we didn't see this coming? Like, I mean the. <clears throat> it shouldn't it shouldn't be like sitting on your hands and crickets, but I mean, you know. I mean, it couldn't, who, it who else did you want? Surprising. Who else did you want? I didn't want anybody else. I, I mean, it would have been, we talked last week, like, oh, it would have been so cool to have Cody Rhodes come out and do it. And, uh, like, that was the other way I fantasy booked it, where he I just know, inserts he's, himself. He's got his own thing dick. going on. And... <laughs> but, I mean, I, I mean, to answer, there's one answer right there. But uh, I'm just saying, like, that that would have been a different way to do it. And then Here's another answer. Nick Camarado. What did you say? Didn't you say, um, uh, weren't we still talking about uh, Wyndham coming back? Or not coming back, but making Ooh. his way to AEW? Yeah. So there there was that. I I didn't, not, neither one of us thought that was actually going to happen. But I just, you know, you get to that point and you fantasy book too much. And you, you know what the problem ex- is, Matt? You book exact, yeah, we, we do too much fantasy booking. And we booked exactly what was going to happen. And then I went, oh, well, this is, I, I booked... I booked it, and you're putting they didn't the Wyndham on a pedestal. You're putting the Wyndham on a pedestal. All right, you need to get out of this city life. No, no. you need to put on some nice cowboy Shut boots, up. a ten gallon, 
some spurs, and do some cowboy shit. All right? This whiskey I poured just for the hangman's return. It's wonderful. And I, a, little, uh, a little maker's mark, man. And I think the whole reason I fantasy booked it last week was because I wanted it so bad, and it just it hit me in the it hit me in the wrong spot in the gut. Maybe it's if, a, um, if it's a really, lot of feelings over there, man. If they really sold that he wasn't going to win it, like there was a real shot, or I'm going to uh, rub two little cowboy shits together for you, like the world's <laughs> shittiest little violin. Here we go. Well, how about like when Christian lost to uh, to Jungle Boy, loved um, it at the Casino oh. Battle Royale. Yeah. Like, why couldn't we book something like that where that's how Hangman gets the win? I, I just, I would have been fine with everybody winning that match. So it was just kind of like, there wasn't anybody who was going to knock off the ladder. Like, I'm not going to be like, yeah, get Pac off the ladder. I, that would have been super cool. Like, everybody that was up there. Um, yeah, that I think Shivani made a couple points, too, about that feud with uh, Pac. And Hangman is, you know, since AEW was, was even AEW, before they really had dynamite, um, you know, these are two guys who are fighting each other. So I, I like that little story. My, my only poo poo about that match was, uh, the final two were hangman and Moxley and Moxley just ate a couple punches and it was like, he had diarrhea and just <laughs> fell off the ladder. I don't know <laughs> what happened, uh, but it didn't seem like enough to topple the mighty Mox. Uh, but somehow a couple lefts and a couple rights and, uh, our boy was done. Yeah, I I think that's maybe that's it. Like maybe if the booking was was done a little bit differently, I I, I would have been like I I'm sitting like here and sounds. I expected it to happen, and I got what I expected. I we got what we've been asking for like over the entire summer, and then I I come away from the match and I'm like, oh okay, I guess that's how they. Do. You know what? You know what would have been better if they didn't have Hangman as like a surprise. Just have him win the fucking thing. Don't don't play this game. Hey, you know what, Matt? Sometimes, you know, the vocal minority just needs a spokesperson, and that's where you can come in. <laughs> the rest of us are really excited about uh, Hangman's uh, secret, not-so-secret return. Yeah. Um, no, you I, guys, yeah, you, Marks, had a great time, and I'm happy for you. I'm glad that you, Marks, got your moment. We had a great time. You know, I was I was screaming along with uh, the Philly crowd there, talking about my cheesesteaks or... Cheesy cakes. I didn't know what to do. And then uh, my beloved cowboy came riding in on a song that only kind of borrows the soundtrack from, uh, what was that? Ninja fighting movie with Uma Thurman. Why can't I think of the name of that? Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Yeah. Ninja yeah. fighting movie with Uma Thurman. I should uh, write descriptions for movies. Uh, but Matt, you know what movie description I'm excited to write? The one where Hangman is the one to topple that. God awful Kenny Omega. Yeah, do, do you want to talk about that real quick? Is is uh, is Hangman the one to finally take down Kenny? I think... Is there another obstacle? So that I think that uh, if some people took Kenny down, it would feel like, oh man, we're kind of undoing the hard work we did, like giving Kenny a bunch of titles and making him look like a world beater. Uh, but as he's kind of been chipped away, you can see a cattail to my... You looked the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think if Hangman won, the reason it would work for me is I don't think people would be livid. I think they would be like, yeah, you know, this is a guy we love. And Kenny, we've been conditioned to hate him, you know, as a heel. So I think that it would be a good decision. The only reason I think they wouldn't pull the trigger is if they're waiting for the um, the cracking from the inside of the elite. 
and it would be like an Adam Cole or eventually like a Kevin Steen. So I think that would be the other kind of long-term uh, game plan for that belt. I that could be the and I know that's part of Jacoby too. I know he's big on Kevin Steen coming over. That could be part of the catalyst. Like that could be the um, the thing that breaks. What's what's the saying? The thing that breaks the camel's back. That I mean, the the losing of that title could be where it starts to crumble. I think. Um, I that's where that's where I would fantasy book it. Is uh, you know things have to crumble from the top. And then they can kind of reset all of those major players and turn some of them back face kind of thing and kind of get away from this after what, by the, by the end of it, it'll probably be over a year that they've been booked together as um, the elite. I mean, for a while, but uh, you know, like as, as like the heel elite. Um, So I, I absolutely think that hangman should be the one to do it because I don't, I don't know if there's another obstacle that makes sense for Kenny, unless they threw in, um, you know, for funsies, a punk, but it watching punk. I don't know if that comes out to be as great a match as hangman and Kenny are going to deliver. So I don't even know why you would feel the need to squeeze that in unless you're just looking for more content. Um, nothing against punk. He's still getting, I think he's still getting, you know, some of the rust off, which as any normal human being would that's again, that's, that's fine. Um, I think he's a great storyteller in the ring and he's using what he has right now to be amazing in the ring. But I, I guess just to get back to having the best of the best fighting for that title, I, I want to keep it, you know, but maybe a little bit more, God damn it. The word sacred comes to mind, but I fucking hate it. Uh, but let's just, let's just have hangman and Kenny maybe be the next big title bout. Um, you know, let's not try and squeeze anything in there. And uh, what we can, uh, how many weeks? We got four weeks until full gear. I think you can make that happen. Have have full gear. Is it four or five weeks or something like that? I, don't, I forget because yeah. they changed the week too that it's it's actually going down. And I think uh, our girl Amy got fucked over or something like that with uh, with buying tickets or something because yeah. uh, they switched the actually the about 30, 30 days away. Uh, oh, that was last year. My bad. Oh, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, with all that being said, just November thirteenth. Yeah, sorry. Keep the keep that uh, as the big title bout. Really build up to it. Make it something special. Let's let you know enough of the dynamite title matches. Let's let's build this up. And uh, I I don't think you need to do that for every single title bout. But if you do it for this one, you're gonna make that Hangman win that much more special. Um. So yeah, you get go go about it that route. Give Hangman the win, no problem. And I think uh, I think you sell your own business that way too. So you're not just handing over the title to uh, Brian Danielson or or a Wyndham Rotunda. Um, you know, like you, you're you're keeping it in house. Even uh, you know the the likes of Pac, who hasn't really quite fully become a member of you know all elite wrestling. You know, if yeah, it's because of visas or if it's because he's he's fighting with other companies which is totally fine i just think hangman to me is that guy that is all about aew like he could be the face of this company um when you're talking about i guess kenny omega you know you know you got your cody Rhodes, you got your young bucks but if we're going to be adding to that list and um you know for a lot of folks who are hardcore all elite wrestling fans um they probably have Hangman on there already. But for anybody that's joining who wanted to see CM Punk wrestle again, who wants to follow along with Brian Danielson's career, 
I think this is that opportunity to add a name to to their list because we just talked about Hangman hasn't really been around since they've been here, and um, yeah, I, I just I'm all about it. I, I, you add to the the faces of AEW, you reward the guys who have been there, you build a stronger roster, and um, yeah, I think storyline wise. Hangman can continue the fight with Kenny for a little bit. And then uh, from the inside, the elite will crumble. I think that's a great story. And uh, we I think, just, uh, I think there's more juice to that too. Um, yeah. And it looks like Finn Balor had a, he had an outstanding match against Cesaro. It's just, yeah. whenever I watch a Cesaro match, I'm never as like, my heart is rarely into it because I know Cesaro is not going to win anything of like Aww. consequence. Yeah. I know what you mean. Um, uh, but no. uh, sorry, what were we talking about a moment ago? It just really bummed me out. Oh, sorry. Uh, we were talking about Hangman. Uh, so I was. Oh I was no! Yeah, yeah. No, you made a point. I was just going to piggyback on uh, just about Hangman. You know, winning a, a, a casino ladder match to win. Like it feels like AEW, when they're going to do their title changes, they kind of prefer to have like you know a bigger storyline. As opposed to like a like a gimmicky you know jump to the top, so that's I think that's another thing kind of going against the hangman, and that's where it would you know more likely be something you know further along in the future that breaks up the elite, like you said. So, well, um, I guess we yeah we can get back into talking SmackDown um, now that uh, the Finn Balor match is wrapped up. I yeah, we got think... to update the bracket a little bit. Yeah, so everything I've picked so far today has been wrong i think uh if i go through my list oh no i did want sammy to win um hold on you picked cesaro yeah i wanted cesaro over finn 100 oh you wanted your nxt rematch um yeah i guess uh i just didn't see it because it was a you know a match of any kind of consequence so i just assumed yeah. whoever cesaro was fighting um you know whether it be drake maverick or uh marco stunt anybody on earth and cesaro would have lost because that's how they like to book them for some reason. Well, right now they're they're uh, building up the triple threat match of Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, and Becky Lynch. Uh, Bianca got the best of both ladies today with uh, one of my one of our favorite things in pro wrestling is the you know the feats of strength. And uh, Bianca was going to set up uh, a KOD for both Sasha and Becky. And uh, you know Sasha jumps down, but it was still an opportunity for Bianca to show she could lift both those ladies at once. Maybe they're saving that for Crown Jewel, but um, I, I think I think they're doing a pretty good job building here. And it doesn't hurt that you've got Becky and Sasha spitting back and forth, who are two of the best, you know, in WWE when they when they're booked properly, character wise. I, I think they're they're two of the best. So. Yes, yeah, uh, I'm pretty happy with the direction they're taking with this. Mike, you're laughing. I'm just thinking about Venus Blue uh, because we're talking about how much we love Cackley, Seth Rollins, and that guy is, he's just batting a 1,000 right now. He uh, Not only did he do a home invasion and make it hilarious last week, um, he continues to wear the, the loudest suits uh, this side of MJF, and he <laughs> looks fantastic. I don't know what this segment is, but just something about his the look of his mug just makes me laugh. Um, I can't wait to see what he's got in store for like, us here. You like his jib? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I used to have my thread going of uh, Seth Rollins' suits, but um, I've used too many times the zebra cakes one. But today, 
Today's zebra cakes, right? I mean, the black it and is. white on black and white. I mean, it's that, that's that's the only way to go with this because it's it's like a black and white plaid, and then you've got the wavy black and white stripes on the shirt. That that is a zebra cake right there. That is a thousand percent a zebra cake. So uh, missing the mark here. I, I I really I mean to to be a little sad here and, and take the wind out of my own sails. I, I was so hurt one day when I saw that somebody copied my entire thread. And had like thousands of likes and retweets. And it wasn't just the thing of like, oh man, somebody, you know, took my idea. They like copied each one of my posts, like screenshotted it and then shared it as their own thread. They just cut out Brothers of Discussion. And uh, because they had a larger following, you know, they got thousands of likes. And it was like, you know, wow. All right. Well, that fucking blows. <laughs> that really destroyed any like motivation I had to continue to do that. Uh, when I found out somebody was just, uh, just stealing right from underneath our noses, and it's crazy too that Twitter like never like I I only saw it because somebody shared it with us. Hey, you've but... never seemed you've never seemed more like New Japan. Here you were being. <laughs> Here you were being Kenta, creating the go to sleep. And then this other fee just CM Punk right in and stole your finisher, man. Is that is that accurate that time? Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> yes, it sure. is, man. I'm gonna start calling you Kenta. I'm getting you a Kenta shirt from Pro Wrestling Tees. I got you. I thought I thought you were going the NWO route, but um either one works. Yeah. Um so as we wrap it up, SmackDown, we did we did just kind of wanna uh I think say uh, we, we were going to bid everyone adieu as uh, Kenny Omega would at the end of SmackDown. <laughs> you like that? That's never going to end. Oh, what a pop. <laughs> <laughs> bid you adieu. <laughs> so uh, I think, you know, we're, I'm kind of going through the notes here of anything else to uh, to point out. Uh, Mike, we do have the new TBS championship, which I think will now be my favorite women's title on AEW. I think it's a beaut. Uh, and it I don't know. I, it, I like it better than the TNT championship already. Maybe it's just the script they use for TBS, but um, the I size of the title. Matthew, I, I'm, like a... I don't quite see it, but <laughs> I get, if you pull back the image a little bit, you can kind of see it. But I think it was Matthew of Botchmania was saying, is it saying hose? What? If you pull the image back a little bit, the like the T oh, the, the vertical line from the B kind oh. of looks like an H. So it's like it says hose on it. Oh my god. Well, I guess I guess I'm just a good person. Uh didn't see that. Myself. I didn't see that either. I'm so used to the like TBS, that's the TBS logo. But if you're coming oh. in ice cold, yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying now. Yeah. Yeah. You have to back it up because I don't think you see it up close. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, all I saw was just uh maybe um not like he's the last guy i'd ever want to throw under the bus i love all of matthew's work but uh yeah i didn't see that at all i i really was just excited because we know how how deep this roster's getting and it was uh proven uh to be uh as such with uh hikaru shida and uh deep going at it and and a hell of a banger this week on dynamite and like you know in a nothing way, match right and and the way i watch wrestling now is in the morning while i'm making breakfast for my baby girl i have my phone in front of me if I'm in you know in front of the stove scrambling eggs or if I'm just waiting for toaster uh waffles to pop out of the toaster I've got wrestling going that's like the only way I can watch wrestling anymore which is also why the 
Twitter account has kind of died. Um, <laughs> Can you but, do me a favor, Matt? Can you do yeah. me a favor, hot take? Yeah. Um, sure. So they just flashed again how it's going to be Carmella versus Zelina Vega in the next yeah. round. Uh, can you? I'm going to give you 60 seconds to sell me on why that's a better matchup than Liv Morgan versus Selena. Um, and I know you're definitely playing devil's advocate here because nobody wants to see the matchup we're getting. We'd all prefer to see Liv. I'm okay. So I'm I'm selling you on Carmella versus Selena. Yeah. Okay. Because I also wanted Tony. <laughs> so this is yeah I'm, nobody's I'm, happy it's it's over uh here so <clears throat> let's see the two women I didn't, promo, by the way the two women i didn't want to win here's why you should be excited for this match next week <laughs> i mean it's it's really tough but you i guess at any point like carmella could always be thrown right back into the title picture and be believable so uh, that also means that at some point you have to give a nod like with with something like the the queen's crown to somebody like Carmella cuz she needs to have something like that on her resume and when i say she needs it it's because it, it's less maybe of just like a need from from a fan perspective but she certainly yeah. deserves it she's put in the work so if if anybody was going to win this match I, I so this is me saying Carmella should win and Zelina's going to win now but <laughs> that's that's the argument, right? Like some of these, as much as we always want it to be um, that ascension, we want somebody to be crowned and now they are a member of the elite. Sometimes these are also here just to, you know, give the nod where it's due. And um, I think we saw a lot of that with like the Andre, the giant Memorial battle Royal, like the, nobody was winning that, that needed a win. It was always, you know, it was big show and Kane were winning it. It's like, all right, those guys are a yeah. thousand years old. Carmella's not a thousand, but this is something where you add that to her resume. It does, it does a lot, you know, something to always come back to. They always have like those things on the side of the screen, like their accomplishments for their career. That, that would mean a lot. And Carmella's not bad in the ring. Um, I feel like people still attach that stigma to her because she's like her, her matches are booked pretty quick and she does well with what's booked for her. Um, and you know, I, I feel like a lot of people forget that she had a pretty good string of matches where she was going up against Charlotte and Oscar over and over and over and holding on to the titles. And not only was she doing a good job in the ring, but she's also, you know, fantastic on the mic. So if somebody's going to hold a crown and have to, yell at everybody all the time i mean i hate to just like redo you know king corbin but queen carmella makes sense so same thing i i think if if we're talking about somebody that could sell that crown later zelina's another top target i, I think if if you're looking at natalia or dana brooke i think they've struggled a lot and i don't know how they do trying to sell themselves and to be cocky because I, I, I think they both default to heel, even though they've both had time going either direction. Um, and even for, actually, now that I'm going through this, even for Shayna and for Dewdrop, I, I don't know how well that does. Um, Dewdrop maybe sells it for like a couple of months as she's trying to like get over on Eva, because that would be Dewdrop with the pretty glam crown and Eva, whose whole character is to 
like be that she's she's trying to ooze that from her pores and yeah. have dewdrop kind of like flaunt that in front of her that that gets you a couple of months of content but it, it's not something where if carmella or zelina has that crown that's that's a year if not more that's not like like if not uh defining their character for years to come so uh there's there's your cell uh, off the top of my head how'd you like that I dig it. I hated it. Every second. No, um, I just, I think this is going to be I Selena. I remember when they first invented chocolate. <laughs> I hated it. I Sorry. feel like. Uh, That's my best impression, by the way. Quite a few of the women have, um, you know, some sort of resume. And like you said, when you come out on SmackDown, they want to put something. Uh, you know, Carmella's won a money in the Bay Championship. She's been, you know, WWE Women's Champion. Selena's. Claim to fame is that she managed Andrade for a little while. Um, so I think we, we really need to start padding her stats a little bit. Yeah. And I think this is going to be a spot to do it. Um, I, the only tough part for me is I don't see how she beats Shayna or Dewdrop in the finals. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, that's where Eva comes into play, right? In the finals. <laughs> yeah, Maybe she, she like... Wouldn't that be a stinker though to have the first, uh, you know, do do the queen's crown and then have it end with with Eva just interfering with Dewdrop or something? By the way, uh, Edge is beating the shit out of Seth Rollins right now. Um, I have not thought this until right oh, at this my. moment, but Edge looks fucking jacked. I it, it's he is know, like, he a like fifty bear. years old now. Yeah, he he looks like a bear out there. As the the legs are still tiny little twigs, but. When you go waist up on Edge, holy fuck, guy's scary. <laughs> Especially now with the beard, like uh, he's been in his Viking shows. He is a true Vikinger right now. <laughs> I love this segment, by the way. This or a Vikinger, sorry. This is I, I love what WWE does this with the legends, where they're just kind of you know on the peripheral, just in a mid card feud. This you know this isn't anything of merit involving titles. If Edge wins this feud, he's not going to be fighting for a title. It's just these two dudes getting mad at each other. This is where it's at its best. Oh, I've got, I've got Edge on mute here. You yeah, Edge Edge? just declared uh, hell in a cell. Rollins is dumbfounded, doesn't know what to do. Um, Man, I got to say that's a nightmare match. Didn't we just do hell in a cell? It's a nightmare for us as that... the viewer, because now we got to get those weird camera angles from yeah. outside the cage. Yeah, I... It's it's not fun for the viewer at home. It's not fun for certainly not fun for people at the arena. Um, I'm done with Hell in a Cell. I, I never need to see another one. Is that? I mean, if I they're not that, going, if they're not yeah. going through the roof of the cage, you know, you know. I mean, we're gonna retire Undertaker probably in a year or so. I would also like, you know, retire Hell in a Cell. Let that it be. Let idea. it be. Let it be inducted by Mick Foley. Or the uh, way WWE would do it, they would have Shane McMahon do it. Mike, yeah. you're a fucking genius. Uh, retiring Hell in a Cell is genius, and that is your new Hall of Fame segment year after year. Uh, some Every of week, stuff we're going to retire something else, Matt. <laughs> we're going to be just down to singles, Mitch. All right, so that part was dumb. But retiring Hell in a Cell with The Undertaker, I think like that would be... That would be great. Like, uh, let's stop doing this. It's bad TV. It's bad live viewing. Right? Like, well, it, it cheapens is. the value of what used to be, you know, um, 
God, such a like an intimidating structure, and you were like, my God, there's going to be real violence in here. And now it's like, well, we kind of we already fell off of it. We jumped off of it. Uh, we busted people through it. We busted people into it. We had people come up through the bottom, fall through the top. Uh... I feel like it. It's needless violence, and considering you need to always come outside the ring to have the spot be noteworthy, let's just stop doing it, <laughs> right? Like, like they need to always finagle some way to get out of the hell in a cell. Well, they always, yeah, that. they always contrive a way for you to get on top of it so you could fall off of it. I dare I say, almost all of those matches are <laughs> way too contrived. Like it, it just goes too far in the wrong direction for me most of the time, and I, I don't know. Like we break the rules of Hell in a Cell. The only all the time. person I really want to see left in a Hell in a Cell match is Darby Allen because I think he would do a coffin drop, but not onto a table. He would just land on the cement, <laughs> and he'd still come up okay somehow. But see, that's what scares me because he would do that. And he would kind of randy the ram it himself. I hope he doesn't hear he, this episode because I think he would do that's it. It's a great idea. <laughs> I, I, that, I mean, this is, this is a very, I think it's a smart thought. I think we, we need to flesh out how we're going to retire it and not make it a yearly segment. I think, um, you know, unless you're going to be doing uh, what was the the three stages of hell match, right? I, or, I uh, really love. Can I say the one that quick? had the Rottweiler poop? Oh God! Um, the British Bulldog match. That one. That oh it? no! There, there's uh, the with big Al boss Snow. man with the yeah, yeah. Pimples. Yeah. Try, I, um, I just I'm really excited for um, you know when they do like that phalanx formation for the photos of you know this year's Hall of Fame class. <laughs> just that you know, little tiny Undertaker, game. Beth Phoenix, <laughs> Hell in a Cell, and you see it kind of like with little arms crossed, you know, like yeah. when it was at its peak, you know, in 1999 or whatever. <laughs> A glamour shot from long ago, you know. Yeah, no, it's but. a it's a plus. It's an A plus idea because it's it's. I, I mean, there's probably somebody out there that would be you know that gets all juiced when Edge goes hell in a cell. I, I don't know, oh, man. If you Maybe wanted to, if you wanted to, if you wanted to rope me in, you should have said Royal Rumble. Yeah, just <laughs> I'll see you in January. <laughs> Yeah. I'll see you in the bottom two where Fuck we both well. do some false eliminations and so then get really excited because we're having slippy feet on the apron. <laughs> Mike, uh, hot, hot tag. Am I, uh, am I buying Royal Rumble tickets for us this week? Oh, get in there. All right. All right. So this is the official announcement from the up. Brothers of Discussion. If you guys, uh, so far we, we had our one meetup and then COVID happened. So uh, let's do our second Brothers of Discussion meetup at the Royal Rumble. It is our favorite show and it's been way too long since we've seen one. Yep. Uh, the last, right? That was the last live pay-per-view before everything got shut down was that uh, Royal Rumble, right? That might not be right. There might have been one in the middle there. Last major, like, uh, who cares? Who gives a fuck? All right. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll be there. Uh, I think it's in St. Louis. We'll be eating toasted ravioli with y'all. Oh. Yeah. Which is actually just fried ravioli. They just uh, tried to guss it up a little bit. Shine that <laughs> sucker up real nice. We'll turn it sideways and stick it straight into our 
man. We'll stick it straight up our asses, I guess. That's why I don't know why I chose that direction. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be shoving a piece of fried ravioli up my ass. Uh, while we're in St. Louis. Man, right. that's still more appealing than listening to Mark Henry uh, MC a promo off. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, it's time for the main event. Yeah, All we right, know CM there's Punk. five minutes left in the show. <laughs> you just heard the guy you're going to fight, CM Punk. Would you like to say something in response to what your opponent said? <laughs> you two are going to see each other in the ring. That's I. I this is me actually watching and um, reading his lips. So that's <laughs> I didn't actually. I missed Mark. I still have mine muted. Um, Oh, look at how angry Punk looks. Maybe if he, maybe if he just stopped smiling so much. Yeah, just for uh, podcast listeners, uh, as we continue to prattle on here, uh, Rampage has started, and uh, we both, without missing a beat, changed over to Rampage. <laughs> now we're watching Punk make his entrance. Mike, do we want to watch CM Punk right now, or are we going to sail off into the sunset? I, I feel like... I think we got to sail off and watch Punk. All right, so th those were two different ideas I offered you. All right, everybody, thanks, thanks for. <laughs> I thought we would watch Punk on the. All right, never mind. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I hope you had fun, and uh, let's all uh, let's start a hashtag. Uh, goodbye, Helena Cell, something like that. That's, <laughs> thank that's you, Helena Cell. Thank yeah, thank you. Rest in peace. <laughs> We've seen enough. <laughs> all right, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Have a good one.